Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Bonnie, and I'm joined by Katie, Leah, and Amy talking about our one cool naturalist gal. Amy already talked talked about Janaki and all, uh, but before we dive back in, Leah's going to tell us what's going on on the Gals Guide calendar for this week. That's right. So for the circuit week in April, April 11th through the 17th, it's the last week to bring in your nuts. That's right. Ah! We're building a squirrel library <laughs> called the Nut House for Fairyville. So bring in your acorns, peanuts, and hazelnuts. You get the idea. We'll also have tons of puns and jokes and giggles all along the way. Uh, but you get to paint your nuts, glitterify your nuts. <laughs> They're all for our adorable squirrel house. And the last day to add your nuts to the library is Friday, April 15th. You don't want to miss it. Uh, also, if you would like to see pictures of our nut house to see if we actually are talking about these nuts, uh, get more information like our library hours and check out galsguide.org for details. Bonnie will not stop laughing at <laughs> We're getting a little nutty. It's going to yeah. be great. But you wanted to know uh, something maybe perhaps random. I, I think my favorite little thing is that the little rug in the little nut house. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure. Is that like a little heart over a butthole? Yeah. Well, yep. it's in the area. Okay. I was like, <laughs> is that like a sensor heart? No, it's, it's centered with the squirrel love. Uh, it's kind of like its belly and its butt. <laughs> of loving the squirrel when they eat them and when they excrete them. <laughs> okay. Squirrel love. <laughs> it's a thing. Oh, I asked my little question. Yes, Where what is go? What is your question Come for us? Is it on the, all the way back of this? Yep. Well, I want to know. Yeah. What is a natural wonder that you've seen or want to see? Is it a squirrel? Um, squirrel butthole. Squirrel rug. <laughs> <laughs> No, just kidding. We'll get we'll get out of the squirrelness. A little squirrely. Get all squirrely. <laughs> I can answer this one easily. Do it. That's like pretty much everything I saw while we were in Iceland. Oh, nice. that's never yeah. been anywhere as gorgeous as Iceland. Yes, we this went on the Golden Circle tour. Um, so we got to see where the uh, tectonic plates come together. Oh. Um, and then we also saw Glossforth Waterfall, sure. I believe it is. And then um, all of the geysers, which that might have been my favorite. Like, first of all, the hot, steaming little jacuzzis that are built into sauna? the ground. And then, yeah, getting to stand <laughs> the there and watch sauna. it erupt. Yes. It's like, I don't know why it's so fascinating because it's so stupid. You literally just stand there with a group of people staring at a spot for two minutes Ooh. until you see it. And then you're like, oh, it <laughs> But it I'll was never so forget cool. this day. And gorgeous. That is totally fair. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Dun, 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 dun. I do, I was going to go with Niagara Falls. Okay, so I'm going to go with Niagara Falls. I went there two times. Um, the Canada side's much better, y'all. <laughs> so I've been to the Canada side from like my, it was my parents' wedding anniversary or something like that. 
Um, and then uh, later I went with my girls during winter to the American side, and that was all kinds of like crap because mm. it was frozen. It was so cold, like. <laughs> It felt like it was the carnies came to town or something like that. Like every because like all of the little shops and souvenirs, it wasn't about nature. It was about selling you t-shirts and like foam fingers. And it just it felt so commercialized. And I'm like looking over to the Canada side, going, You were pretty. You had like tulips and flowers and a little park and um, but it was just so loud. It felt like there was an earthquake the entire time mm-hmm. you're there and it just kind of reverberates. And it was just like, it was extremely powerful. So I'd have to go with uh, ye old Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, what about you? Well, I'm going to go with where I would like to go. Yeah, or yeah. what I would like to see. And I would love to see the northern lights oh yes exactly the aurora borealis yes, yes. I, I just i just would love to see and i guess you can hear them oh that they make noise as well interesting yes scary yes <laughs> there i saw a youtube video and they make weird noises apparently like electricity sort of no it was like a whisper it was <laughs> it had kind of a whale's sound vibe really? yeah it was very interesting Ooh. there was and maybe you've seen doctor who you'd be ready well, for I'm this just like, <laughs> it's like it's like a terror in the fragment of magnetic waves yeah. radiation whatever i'm like what noise <laughs> like, that just sounds dangerous it's the sound of I, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> and i have no idea why it makes a noise i don't know Maybe the YouTube videos I watched were all like gaslighting me, but apparently <laughs> they make a noise. I want, yeah. I just, mm. I just want, you know, you see those, those weird, like all glass bubbly bed and breakfast Ooh, where you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. lay there and look yes. up at the Northern Lights. I just want to do that. That'd be fun. You should there. do that. Yes, absolutely. I want to lay there. I mean, you're retired it. now. <laughs> just name only. <laughs> i love it that'd be gorgeous bonnie yes. what's yours mine it's kind of cheating a okay. little bit um i want to see a good thing on the milky way the good thing on the milky like a way good thing a good view of the milky way <laughs> oh, good view oh, of the milky way oh okay yeah i like oh. i want to go to like one of the um i forget what they call them yeah like dark national parks or something yeah. right yeah yeah um i saw it a little bit we went i went to australia mm-hmm. on the coastline i could see it a bit there Ooh. and that was that was nice that'd be so cool but there's, I think the closest one to us here is in Pennsylvania, but there's like yeah. five in Texas. Right. So. I remember we were looking at that for, there was um, uh, the late August thing when the meteor showers come in. Mm. Oh, yes. um, my oldest really wanted to go someplace where you could actually see them. Mm-hmm. And so we were looking at the Pennsylvania, yes. the super dark park, mm-hmm. basically. It might be called a dark park. I don't know. It's something. <laughs> I think it's got dark in there. Yeah. It's funny. Every time I see pictures of the Milky Way, it's like when I see pictures of the Northern Lights, I'm like, that's fake. Like, right. This can't be what it's really like. Exactly, right? <laughs> but it's true. When it, I have to see that too. I'll stop on it. my way. There you go. Right? <laughs> well, you, I would imagine if you're out there in the middle of nowhere, like you could probably see them. Yeah. Right. Probably get a twofer. It got, exactly. <laughs> it, it depends. Well, it wouldn't necessarily depend on the time of year. That's what I was thinking, but not so much. It's just more the darkness. Mm. 
Yeah. Would be, what angle do you want to see? That's what, yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, who do you have for I us, darling? Yes. Famous Hoosier lady. <gasps> oh. And naturalist author lady, Jean Stratton Potter. Oh, look at that. Yeah. The Limberlouse girl. So, fun fact. Yes. Do you know why it's called the Limberlost? No, I have no idea. Because it's named after a dude who is named Limber Jim. Limber Jim. Who got lost. <laughs> no. How do you put that together? And there's like like five different versions of the, like the same dude. Like they don't. They How often does he get lost? <laughs> Right. I like, get lost all the time. Nothing's been named after me. Five different Just <laughs> All right. So, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> lost Jim. Lost Jim. But the Limberlost is kind of a, a swampy wetland area kind of in northeastern Indiana. And Gene Stratton Porter was born in Indiana on August 7th, 1863. Oh. Her mother was Mary and her father was Mark and he was a minister and farmer. She was the last of 12 kids. Oh my gosh. They had I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of back in the day. Right, exactly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, three boys and eight other girls and she was Whoa. the youngest. Oh boy. Goodness gracious. Catherine, Mary Ann, Anastasia, Florence, Ada, Jerome, Irvin, Leander, Lemon, Samara, and Louisa Jane. Did I catch a lemon? Lemon. (laughs) L-E-M-O-N. Lemon. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Sweet. Uh, but bro- <laughs> or sour, <laughs> or sour. <laughs> uh, I like what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when she was little, she uh, grew up on the farm, and farmhands would routinely shoot birds oh. so that they wouldn't eat the crops. And she was like mortified by this. Mm-hmm. So her father put a stop to the practice and told her that she now owned. Every bird that made its nest on the property. Oh, So she became the, the carer of the birds. But she had to make sure they didn't need the crops, right? Yeah. yeah that's they call fair. her that's l- fair. little bird woman. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> little bird woman. Right? <laughs> her brother, let's see, his actual name is Leander, but they called him Laddie. Went and swimming in the Wabash, like you do in (laughs) Indiana. Sure. But he he was like, dared to swim across it, and he didn't make it. (gasps) Oh, no, we got a brother down. Yeah, brother down. Didn't make it, didn't make it. Yeah, they drowned. Oh, like, not just didn't make it to the other side. Yeah, like, never came home again. Uh, Oh, no. uh, She was dared into that. Yeah, that's some lifetime guilt right there. (laughs) Oofa. But shortly after that, her family moved to Wabash in 1874, and shortly after that, her mother died in 1875. Did she also swim in the Wabash? No, she had some (laughs) kind of disease. Like, they tried to, like, move to Wabash to make it easier on Mom. They were like, the farm's too much. Right. So they moved in with one of her older sisters who was married. Okay. So they moved into their house. Gotcha. Strength in numbers, maybe closer to amenities or something. Sure. But she uh, never finished high school. Okay. Um, 
she met her future husband, Charles, mm-hmm. who, I'm not sure at this point, but eventually he was both a a druggist, like Ooh. the person in the drugstore. Right. A, I wrote armor. I don't think he's an armor. Okay. Is oh, he in the army? Farmer. Farm. Farmer. Oh, Siri. <laughs> Why are you spell checking? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A hotel owner, a oh. restaurant owner, yeah. and an oil investor. Wow. But he was 13 years older than her. Okay. She was 21 and he was 34. It's not, not that bad for back then. For 1870s? Yeah, too bad. Sure, there you go. I mean, it, it's not like she was 14. Right, exactly. Sure. But they, they corresponded for 10 months. They corresponded. And they married in 1886. Aww. They had one daughter uh, named Jeanette. who was born in 1887. Gotcha. And... She moved her family to Geneva. Switzerland? No, there's a Geneva, Indiana. Oh, okay. All right. That's what I was <laughs> like. That's like her actual name is Geneva. Oh. I forget her middle name. But that's uh, Jean stands for Geneva. Yeah. Oh. She shortened it. Around the time that she met Charles, she started going by Jean. Charles and Jane. <laughs> In Geneva. Uh, Charles and Jane. <laughs> At some point, they attended the 1893 Chicago World's Fair oh. because everybody did. Everybody did. It was like two years or something. I can't remember. They're, they like were everybody. long. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to go. Katie, <laughs> you were there. <laughs> you were just too life, drunk to remember. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was there with you. <laughs> I also don't remember it. <laughs> All right, so everybody who was alive at the time Uh, went to the World's Fair. Because there was nothing else to do, right? I guess. (laughs) You Uh, had to make your own ketchup. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just think about the Julie Garland Garland movie with Meet Me in St. Louis, and they go to the fair, and she makes ketchup in the beginning. But Mm -hmm. So there's lots of stuff to do back in the day. Yes, sorry. Turning that butter and making that ketchup. I'd be doing both those things. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I'm not even one? kidding you. I love all those Manelli musicals. Didn't you always want to make your own ketchup yes. after watching it? And I love that know. when they were trick or treating, if they didn't get candy, they threw flour at your face. Oh, no. Yeah. Cute. Uh, she started writing in 1895. Gotcha. Her daughter Jeanette saved up her her pocket money. And gifted her a camera. Oh. Uh, and she started studying birds in the Limberlost and pho- uh, photographing them. Okay. And she started getting published in magazines like a lady's home journal. Ooh. Um, and she started to write about her outrage of a trend in wildlife photographers at the time. Okay. They would like photograph the birds in the nest, but then they would kill the birds afterwards. Well, why? You've got the photo. (laughs) I don't know. I really thought you were going to say that they would kill them and pose them. (laughs) I did not think it was after (laughs) the photograph. Maybe. They didn't technically say the order, but I assume it was afterwards. I think they got in and like disturbed the nest. And I guess oh. they thought Mama Bird oh. wouldn't come back, so they just killed her. They him. thought they were being humane or something, I, maybe? I guess. But she was like, no, there's yeah. no, no that need to do that. She's like, yeah, just horrible. don't touch them, and right. it's fine. Get a longer lens. Oh, wait, what time are we talking about? 
Uh, early 1900s? Yeah. Okay. I mean, she did it, so they could do it. Right. Um, in 1903, she sent her first story to Metropolitan Magazine. Ooh. And her first... Oh, what did I do here? I wrote a little thingy. Wrote a song about it? I put that at the bottom. <laughs> so I'm going to skip over that part. Okay, okay, okay. Um, She started studying moths, making photographs of them, and um, like watercolors. I think she would make like a photographic print and then like hand color it. Right, okay. With watercolors. Um, with the sex... Sus- with the success of her book sales, uh, she uh, went back to try and purchase her birth home, uh-huh. but it burned down. Oh, no. I mean, it's a good thing they weren't still left there. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, goodness. Uh, one of her other brothers yeah, died, um, and she ended up taking in her niece, okay. who was like about 12. Gotcha. Um, she would gather up plants and bring them home, and many of the wildflowers that she found are now rare or endangered species. Oh, see, she's starting to sound a lot more like my husband now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let me bring home these wild endangered uh-huh. things. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then I'm responsible. <laughs> uh-huh. She moved to California in 1919. Cool. And she started her own film company what? and produced films of several of her novels oh. and became one of Hollywood's first female producers cool. and in 1924 nice. was am- among the first women to form her own production company. Look at that. And I'm just picturing Yay. her hanging out with Mary Pickford. And- right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and Alice wasn't... Alice never made it to Los Angeles. She stayed in New York and then back in France. Um, but, yes, also probably with uh, Dorothy Arzner kind of around mm-hmm. that time, too. So, yay. <laughs> That's awesome sauce. But unfortunately, oh no! What happened in California? It's like every time she gets like a little bit like, oh, that's nice. Who died? She did. Oh my god! (laughs) Spoiler! Wow! Wow! Not funny. (laughs) It's ironic. There was a car accident. Oh no! Uh, Her car collided with a streetcar. Ah! And she was just thrown from it this and is like frida kahlo style i know that's but what frida kahlo like broke her back though and survived jean jean rolled like her like like her hip and her ribs or something okay. like they took her to the hospital but she died within a couple hours oh no but she was 61 okay I mean, yeah she's not the youngest but still oh um she was originally buried in california right but um and her daughter after she died, but eventually... Wait, her daughter died that day? Okay. Her, no. Of old age? No. Oh, oh, yeah, I don't okay. know how long her daughter <laughs> lived, but like after right. her daughter died, she was also buried there. Okay. But the family moved both her and her daughter back to Indiana to uh, one of the properties. Gotcha. Eventually. Nice. Um, her book sold more copies um, than any other American author, 25 million worldwide. Whoa. She wrote 26 books. 26? Mm-hmm. No wonder I see so many different ones around yeah. here. <laughs> um, there's Goodness. novels, nature books, poetry books, children's books. 
They've been translated into 23 languages and Braille. And here in Indiana, there are two historic homes of hers that you can visit. Mm -hmm. The Limberlost Cabin in Geneva and the Cabin at Wildfire Woods in Rome City, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And one of them's like way up at the very top near Michigan. Right. The other one is kind of like halfway in between Indianapolis and Michigan. Gotcha. On the far east side. Okay. Nice. Um, her novels are said to be full of descriptions of nature, and they're romantic, and they all have a like going back to nature to find yourself kind of theme. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, a couple of her popular ones, Freckles, Freckles, is about a one one handed young man working in a lumber company. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, girl of the Limber Lost is yes. about a poor girl who sells moss to afford school. Oh. And Laddie is like a semi-autobiography. Okay. About like her it's brother. It's named after her brother, but it's like her experiences, but I think it's like written through his perspective. Okay. That but like brother all that the, died yeah. in the river. Yeah. So, so it's, like it's a therapy an piece. honor. <laughs> but it's like, like her kind of experience growing up. Gotcha. Kind of thing, and Keeper of the Bees is about oh, a yeah. veteran who's new to beekeeping. Oh, uh. right. So, and a bunch of them have been made into movies. All of them, since they were published before, I forget what the little cutoff is now. Before nineteen twenty-seven yeah. or whatever, something like that. Yeah, they're all in the public open. Domain. Yeah, public domain. Been lots of. I mean, she made movies, but then like they keep making, remaking her movies over yeah. and over and over again. Nice. But yeah. Sweet. Gene uh, Stratton Porter. We almost know. did a Gals mm-hmm. Guide field trip and then everything went wrong. I forget Aww. what happened with that. Like, I remember it was weather, it was timing, it was sickness. Like it seemed like I think it was even car trouble. It felt like anything and everything mm-hmm. went like sideways. I don't for that think trip. anybody was interested either. And then there was there the like thing three of, of us. <laughs> yeah, we were down to like two or three, and it's like kind of like the do stitching we really bit. Go? <laughs> yes, if you don't participate, <laughs> it gets a cancel. It. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I understand because I don't like to participate. But it's a cool idea, right? <laughs> I know exactly. It's one of those things we could all get in a car and go road tripping. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to take us to a winery. <gasps> I had that on the plan. Yes, so. that's right. Oh, yeah, there was a winery. Wasn't there also uh-huh. like a lavender field oh, or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it was, was going to be, be real great. nice. Yeah. yeah. But no, we don't deserve nice things, Katie. No, I'm never giving <laughs> it to you again. <laughs> never again. That's totally fair. <laughs> we missed out. But we probably should. Yes. Exactly. So that's pretty incredible. Accomplishing yeah, all of that. She's very prolific. I didn't realize. 26 yeah. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. And she didn't even start writing until till later. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Donna, Probably Donna. after her husband died and she had more time and freedom. <laughs> I think that's the lesson we're taking away from this is you either got to hold out to be an old maid <laughs> right, or you got to right. hope for, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. widowed. <laughs> you know, early widowed. But he did it just if you're lucky. lucky. I don't know when he died, but I don't think right. he died before her. Oh, okay. But she was okay. like, well, we're well off enough. Yeah. That as long as I am doing my wifely duties, right. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And then, like, she bought, I think, those houses with her own money. Oh, nice. From her books. Yeah. And she's, like, this I is remember mine. Uh, they were talking about 
like they have some of her letters or something she was like compromising with them like she bought this thing mm-hmm. in the woods because she was like i want to live in the woods but then she made the interior to his liking oh, to please him look at that the ultimate mm. like a woodsy kind of fella <laughs> i don't know, I don't know. There's I mean, not a whole lot about him <laughs> that's fine right just, exactly yeah, yeah. the older dude <laughs> I want to call him man. Charles Darlington, though. <laughs> Charles Not everybody Darlington. from that time. He's yeah. an older dude with all those businesses mm-hmm. he owned. Mm-hmm. Mr. Darlington. Mr. Darlington. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, have you ladies ever read any of her books? Because I will admit, I have not no. I read. I Girl of the Limberless. What'd you think? Does it hold up? Um... <laughs> Is it I wouldn't of a kid's say book? I wouldn't say that if if somebody was straight reading it mm-hmm. now, right? Like if my son read it, he would just want to throw it across the <laughs> right. Room. He'd be like, mm, "Nah." It 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 has it's very dated, right? When you yeah, read it. gotcha. That's fair. But I think that the theme mm-hmm. is is good. Gotcha. I think it has a lot going on. Yeah, and that's why they keep making it into movies because you can pull out all the plot points and leave out some of the the flowery the weird language and the right you know some of the dated stuff and just turn it into a story of a girl who just really wants to go to school and yeah um you know who lives in nature and in kind of poverty yeah so (laughs) but yeah i i would think if you reading it now yeah it's it's exactly what you think. <laughs> it's gonna read right. It's a yeah. little old timey. Yeah, a little, yeah. Freckles too. It's like <laughs> making your own ketchup. Yeah, it's, it's on <laughs> that making wavelength. your own ketchup. See, there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not by any means. It's not bad. Right. Right. It's exactly. Yeah. Just really drags when you compare it to. It's more a tough read. Writing. Yeah, mm. that's totally fair. That's why I'm always like going. Yeah. We read Frankenstein as one mm-hmm. of the, the books. Yeah. And that was a tough read, but it was totally different than what I thought it was. Yes. And so I think I have Girl of Limberlost in my head as kind of like a little, you know, kid's story, kind of like a, a little woman or little women or um, uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Little House on the Prairie yes. kind of um, story is what I have in my head. So I would say it doesn't it really doesn't have all of the like charm like some of those you can pull out you know it has a more charming element yeah um but i really get i think of its time i think people really loved it for its message yeah Mm -hmm. and um and that's why get you an education girl and that's why they (laughs) yeah that's why they keep coming back to it nice i like the universalness of it (laughs) sweet did you guys have any questions for bonnie Dun, dun, dun. Well, you started it, darling, so you get to end the episode. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gal's Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.